0: Creative blocks can show up in your business in many ways, from procrastination to not feeling worthy of receiving money for your art. So in this episode, I'll be talking more about creative blocks and how to beat them. Welcome to the Outcast Creatives Podcast, a space and community for the creative misfits and rebels of this world. I'm your host, Pip Laker, a creative business coach with a spiritual approach, and I'm here to metaphorically catch you when you fall or feel like giving up, while inspiring and empowering you to courageously show up, shine your light, and make a living out of your art. Join me in each episode to debunk creative myths through mindset, energy, and spiritual practices, as well as interviewing and hearing the stories of other creative entrepreneurs. Well, are you ready? Then let's get started with today's episode. Artist block, writer's block, creative block. If you're creative, I'm sure you've heard of these terms before. You may have even experienced them. You may be currently experiencing them, and you may even be feeling weighed down by them. The good news is there's a way out, and first it starts with possibility. Now, I talk about connecting to that possibility quite a bit in my content, and I've recently been taking some clients through this process of connecting to their dreams. It's one of my absolute favorite processes to watch because it's so exciting to see my clients understand how powerful and, and magical they are and, and how possible it is to really drop into the space of believing in what you want to create and what you want to bring into this world 100%. So the process of visualization starts by creating a list of all your creative dreams and visions and ideas. Then by dropping into the process of seeing these ideas as if they have already come true to you, you start to paint this really beautiful picture for yourself. You see yourself living this beautiful life that you've created for yourself. You see yourself moving through your days exactly how you desire to. You see, hear and even feel what it's like to show up in this world as all of you. And only you can give yourself the permission slip to go all in on your dreams. And it starts when you choose to get unblocked. Now, this process might be enough for you. And you can stop listening to this episode now because you're 100% connected to your possibility. If that's the case, amazing. Or we can unpack those creative blocks a little bit more. For some context, creative block can be described as a mental, emotional, or personal barriers to inspiration. It can feel like this inability to access your creativity, and it can even cause anxiety and feelings of low self-worth, overwhelm, and like you're just not getting anywhere. Sometimes it can even look and feel like You're just staring down at the widest, blankest piece of paper ever, and maybe even drifting off into space a little bit. So if you're experiencing this kind of mindset at at the moment, this creative block as a business owner, it can leave you feeling really stuck and underpaid and even creatively strained, which is not what we want as a creative business owner. I believe that creativity is like a muscle and the more that you use it, the stronger it's get. So the quickest way to reframe the belief that you're experiencing creative block is to let go of the outcome of your project or art piece. Because when you can do that, you can allow the flow to come back in. Now, this might sound a little bit easier Said than done. So, I am going to give you five ways to be creative block, and these five ideas might surprise you. But first, I just want to touch on expectations because sometimes I feel like we can set expectations that feel really out of reach. So, we might expect that you know, we're going to create this huge project and it's going to be finished by this certain day and there's all these elements that we have to put into it, or we might expect that we're going to be able to do a hundred different things at the same time. When we set these unrealistic expectations, these can really dampen our creative dreams and visions. And depending on whether or not these expectations are too low or too high, they can be inhibiting our chances of achieving a positive outcome with our creative work. So if I'm touching a little bit of a nerve here, then you're going to want to listen to these five ways in which you can be creative block today. I do, however, want to circle back to expectations quickly because as I was recording this, I had a thought pop into my mind, and that's around when we expect the best. So, I guess it's popped up because you can create a little reframe for yourself around expectations. And, you know, if we're connecting to that possibility, like I mentioned at the start of this episode, then if we're expecting the best possible outcome for ourselves, you know, expecting that best possible outcome for our highest good and the highest good of all, then I think that's a really, really beautiful reframe for expectations. And I feel like that is a very good segue into the five ways to beat creative block. Because if we start to look at these, these ways of beating the creative block with, with the purest intentions, with the expectations for the best and for, the highest good of us, then things are really going to be able to shift in a positive light for us. So without further ado, I'm going to jump into the five ways to be creative block. So the first thing that you're going to do when you're feeling creatively blocked And this might feel a little bit controversial because I'm sure you've got your to-do list and you really want to get everything done. But as soon as you start to feel creatively blocked, what I want you to do is take a break. Take a break. Yep, that's right. You heard me. My first rule for being in creative block is to take a break. And I say this because I believe that if you're creatively blocked, you're probably also, you know, maybe you've been working really hard, maybe you're at the brink of burnout, maybe you know, your your body's just telling you I need a rest. So taking a break can can be really powerful. And there was actually a moment that I had earlier in this year where I had a little bit of a breakdown and I was feeling really, really burnt out. I'd been taking a lot of action in my business and I wasn't seeing many results. And I was just feeling really defeated, like really, really defeated. And in that moment, I had jumped on a coaching call that day, a group coaching call, and they asked how I was going. And you know, those moments where you get asked, like, how are you going? And you end up just crying your eyes out I had my cry my eyes out moment and it was almost the release I needed to get back on path not almost it actually was and the advice that was given to me was to slow down to take a breath to take a break and to come back to my business when things started to flow again and this advice was really counterintuitive for me. I'm a generator in human design, so you know, ideas usually flow to me quite easily and I love that go 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 energy and I I really love working on my business. I'm I'm absolutely obsessed with my business. And to be told to to take a break and to slow down and and to relax was a little bit of a slap in the face at first, but What came from that was really, really powerful and it ended up being exactly what I needed. So I took on the advice, I rested, I gave myself a break and that brings me to point number two. So after I'd had a really good rest, I started to make time to play. So this involved getting out my big old craft box and I think I even went through my Creative cupboard at the time is a, a cupboard in the laundry, it was overflowing with stuff. And I went through it, it was when I was also working at my school job, and I just donated anything that I didn't want to use anymore to the school, which felt really good. It was like a big cleanse. And then I also uh, went through my stuff, and I had some half started projects, so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna. I'm going to finish all of these half-started projects. This was also around the time that I was going through my rebrand. So instead of the normal way of doing a rebrand, which I had done in the past, which was saving away, doing my website, like creating all this content, I was creating space for myself and I was creating space through play and that play really allowed me to experiment. It allowed me to find my voice again. And, you know, finishing off all of those creative projects created this space for me. So I know this story is, is going a little bit off track here, but the point that I want to make is like, after you've had your break, it's just to make time to play. Because when you play, you experiment and new ideas come to you, new ideas that you might not have thought of before. And it just really ultimately frees up space. And you'll often find, well, I've I've found personally that when I'm in that space of play, that's when an idea drops in for my business. That's when an idea drops in for a piece of content. It And it comes from creating the time to to play and do something that's not related to your business. All right, moving into point number three and apologies to any children listening to this podcast because I am about to swear, but that is to allow your art to be shit. Yep, to allow your art to be shit, to be crappy, to be a bit poopy, whatever it is, you're allowing your art to be shit. And the reason that I say this is because there's this complex that a lot of creatives have, and it's not just creatives, but you know, my, my podcast is all about being the outcast creative. So I'm going to relate it back to creatives and that's perfectionism. So put your hands up if you Yo, suffer from perfectionism. So, I remember really distinctly in my mind body medicine training, my mentor would always say this quote that per- perfectionism is the mother of procrastination. So, if you're waiting for something to be perfect, it usually leads to not taking action. And according to Google, Dr. Google, The biggest cause of creative block is the fear of imperfection. And I have experienced it firsthand personally. I've experienced it seeing students at school suffering from it. And I would say now that I am a recovering or recovered perfectionist, (laughs) um, but yes, perfectionism is the number one thing that slows you down when building your creative business. And I want to share a quote with you. And this is from the famous and, and very controversial artist, Andy Warhol. I say controversial because his art was, it definitely made you think, but I think he is like an icon of the creative world. But he said, don't think about making art, just get it done. Let everyone else decide if it's good or bad, whether they love it or hate it. While they are deciding, make more art. And I just love this so much because it fits in so well with allowing your art to be shit. When you allow your art to be shit, you you're putting ideas out there. You're 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 playing, you're experimenting, which goes back to point number 2. But In that, you can find the gems. And I think this is really, really important. So if you are a perfectionist, I want to let you know it's okay. It's okay that you want things to be perfect. But I also want to let you know that it's also okay for it to be shit. Because like I said, when you put that idea out there, that's when you can get the feedback that you need to make it better it's never going to be perfect. I'm going to say, say it straight right now. It's honestly never going to be perfect because you're always going to evolve and grow. As long as you keep evolving and growing with your business, then you're going to be absolutely fine. Point number four is to take messy, imperfect action. And this does lead on from point number three, but when you start to show up in your business anyway, even on those days when you don't feel like it and you just take the action anyway, this leads to the best results because you're showing up consistently. You're showing people and the world and the algorithm, if you believe in that, and you know the universe that you care about your business. You care about it so much that you're willing to take action, even if it's not perfect. And Like I said before, it's never going to be perfect. There's no such thing as perfect. There's just a chance to keep making it better than it was before. So this action is going to to lead to breakthroughs. It's going to lead to decisions. It's going to lead to conversations. And ultimately, you're going to be sharing something That maybe to you means nothing, but maybe to your idle client, it it means the world. And I think this helps us to get really, really, really clear on our message and also um, just to get really comfortable and confident. So, for example, I started, uh, you know, taking messy, imperfect action about. Two years ago, my my goal in the beginning was just to post three posts a week. They were just quote posts, picture tiles, a, a few of my illustrations, and I did that until that became my comfort zone. And then when that was my comfort zone, I reached for the next part of my comfort zone. So I started experimenting with videos, a few reels here and there. And then when that was my comfort zone, I expanded into live videos and I experimented there. And then from there, I was able to write blog posts and share content on Pinterest. And now I have a podcast and now I show up on TikTok. So it all started because I'm so okay with taking that messy, imperfect action. I'm okay with experimenting and trying things out and putting ideas out there to see what sticks. So yes, just take the action, take the messy action, even if it feels hard, even if you feel the fear, do it anyway. And lastly, point number five, make sure that you're taking time to be inspired by the world around you, whether that's getting outside, going for a walk, maybe it's going for a hike in nature. As I'm recording this, I'm looking out my window and there's a beautiful um, rosella or lorikeet bird sitting in the tree. (laughs) I think that's just such a, a perfect sign about, you know, just getting outside of your comfort zone and outside of your outside of the creating zone you know go for that walk go to the beach go go for that hike in nature go on a holiday like whatever you need like make sure that you're taking that that time maybe it's just going for a bike ride and and taking a journal with you or there's so many ways in which you can look to to nature and and the world outside of your your business for inspiration you know recently I went into the city and I went to the NGV and I took myself on a on a date to the galleries and was inspired by the work it was a a screen printing exhibition Australian screen printing exhibition that really inspired me and this guy had taken um he did like metal metal printing, so they were on metal um, etching into metal. And but the inspiration was was charcoal painting. So he created this like beautifully soft texture from 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 charcoal into a print, and then layered these colors on top of each other, which created this like beautiful luminescent like color and. it was just beautiful. I, I loved it. And it was, it was so inspiring. And these are the types of things that get you back into the zone of creating and get you outside of yourself and outside of your blocks so that you come back to your work and, and your art ready to create in, in a new way. And that's what it's all about. It's just changing your perspective, changing your environment to change your perspective. So that brings us to the end of the five points and I just want to recap them very quickly for you. So number 1 was to take a break. First and foremost, remember to just take a breath, stop where you are and and take some time to to rest. Number 2 was to take some time to play or make the time to play to to experiment and to put your ideas out there and 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 just have fun with it which leads into number three which was to allow your art to be shit so while you're experimenting while you're playing just create and create and create and allow it to be shit like don't be putting that perfectionist mindset into what you're putting out there which is number four leads us to number four which is all around taking that messy imperfect action just putting your ideas out there seeing what sticks and Number five, making sure that you're taking time to be inspired by the world around you. So I really hope that these five tips have inspired you today and will help you on your journey to getting creatively unblocked. In the next episode, I'll be talking all about your creative outlet and how to define your style. So if you're someone who wants to start a creative business and you don't know where to start or you're looking to just uncover the the juicy depths of your passions and the work that you're here to do on this earth, then this is going to be a great episode for you. See you then. This podcast was brought to you by Pip Laker at Studio Soulstar. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Outcast Creatives podcast. If you love the content and felt inspired, your reviews are always appreciated. And if you feel cold, come and find me on Instagram and TikTok at Studio Soulstar. Until next time, remember to keep dreaming and creating.